beautiful Tuesday in the neighborhood, a Talker Tuesday. It's 9 to noon. It is a golden time of day. Love Covenant Radio underway, Tuesday, 902, Paul Allen, Mad Producer, FM 100.3, KFAN, from the Bryant Heating and Cooling Studios, happy to begin the radio show with Golden Gophers football coach, PJ Fleck. PJ, it's Paul Allen, how have you been? I'm doing a week, Paul, you know, a lot going on in our city, a lot going on in our world right now, but, um, you know, we tend to think positive and create hope and continue to listen to all of our players, but thanks for asking. What um uh, what has the last week been like for you personally from from say a week ago Monday to where we are now? A lot of listening, uh, a lot of educating, uh, a lot of just being here for our players, listening to all of our players' voices, listen to our staff's voices. You know, one of the biggest characteristics of leadership is listening, and this is where we all have to be able to listen and make sure that you know what's on the inside of our players gets to the outside in a very safe way. Uh, and that's what I meant yesterday when I was talking about whether it's the millennial generation in the 20s or Generation Z, which is the younger guy, the younger generation that's that's coming up and through uh, our world and our nation, that th- th- it's going to take them as well as us to be able to get this done. But these are the people, these young people on the streets, these are the people that are protesting, these are the people for the majority uh, that want to see the change for the world and want to see the change for the nation. Um, it, it's been a, um, a, again, a time of reflection and a time of listening and not just talking. And, you know, we're doing everything we can to create hope. You know, I don't have all the answers, uh, but I know this. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to find a way to be able to create hope, find the hope, because as human beings, if we don't have hope, you don't have anything. And, um, you know, so this from hope, you can get conversations, ideas that form actions, and you can get that going. Uh, and I think that's what uh, everyone's focusing on right now. PJ, from up from the death of George Floyd, uh, locally speaking, to to things in the streets significantly calming for now. When 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 you have these conversations with the players, what like, like what do they bring to the table? What uh, what what do the players talk about? Well, I think every this is this has affected. I don't think this is any secret. I, I know that this has affected in our city, right, all races, all religions, all backgrounds, who I'm, who everyone wants to see change. I mean, it has to change. We all know that. But knowing that and doing that are two different things, right? So this is about knowing it, educating, and listening to our players. And the one thing that I've seen is that listening to our players are events like this in our lives trigger something. They trigger, the word trigger is very important because it triggers something from our past. And the, I have players from an all from a spectrum spectrum from every race, every religion, right? So I have players who have dealt with racism their entire life, and really they're numb to it. Where and social injustice. Where I've also have players on my team that maybe this is maybe the first or second time they've actually seen it, and it hits so close to home that now it's really affecting them. And then I got everybody else in between, because a football team is a melting pot. It's what the United States is all about. Right? It's what our nation's about. It's a melting pot of all backgrounds. And we can learn a lot from a college football team. 
but you're listening to these young people of how these events trigger something from their past, and there are multiple young people who have had multiple tens or hundreds of these triggers that over time when there's nothing done and it's the same old, same old, and then something like this happens and it gets so much traction and now it's as big as it is and people have their opinions of it, that's what you're listening to. And I'm so proud of our players. I'm so proud of their voice that they're doing it in a very communicative way, a safe way, whether that's protesting peacefully or whether that is speaking their voice on social media. I couldn't be more proud to be their coach because they're being part of the solution, not part of a problem. And I'm very proud of them for that. Now, now, PJ, you, you adroitly mentioned football as being a melting pot of culture. <clears throat> well, re- regarding your experiences, for instance, with me, I, I've never had racism <clears throat> pop up <clears throat> one time in my 18 years with the Vikings. In, in your years in football and as a leader, what are your experiences? Well, when you're in college football and, you know, over half of your football team is African-American, half your football team's Caucasian, and it's this melting pot, right, uh, of all these different backgrounds, ethnicities, races, religions, it, it, you come to see a lot of people's perspectives. And even though you might not feel it or see it firsthand, you're listening and living the experiences with the young people. And, you're, and, and part of that being a leader is listening to their stories so you can create an environment, a culture, a surrounding environment for them that is positive, that is about change, that is about education, about teaching, and helping them over those four-year span to get them to have the necessities and have them have the education and have them have the confidence and the background to be able to make change as they continue to go forward. So I don't know if you necessarily have to have it firsthand to be empathetic and create an environment that's safe for everyone. P.J. Fleck on the 9 to Noon Show, FM 100.3, KFAM. And, you know, the, 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 the pillaging may have slowed here but is very present other places. P.J., what, what's your opinion on the balance between making your point yet going too far? Well, I think that's uh, just uh, when you think of any type of topic, right, there's always people that go to an extreme level, and there's always people who are very conservative in that level, no matter what the topic is. So people are going to react in all different ways. I, I like to be able to see the peaceful protests. You know, I think that's part of our country. I think that's what we've been able to, to build upon. Uh, it, it hurts your heart when you see uh, business owners of all races, backgrounds, religions, uh, who are there supporting our community and there to support everyone and take everyone's business in, no matter who they are and where they come from, and watch their lives be changed and destroyed based on, you know, people looting and rioting and taking advantage of that situation. Um, but it's, it's something that's, that's, that's part of when something this big happens, and it's unfortunate, it's sad, it hurts your heart. But the people that are peacefully protesting, um, that's what you. That's what this country's been built upon, and that's what you like to be able to see. So I hope there's a lot more of that than the other. In 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 terms of long form change, like like how do we accomplish steps towards better racial equality? Not just now when when things ha- have gotten hotter than usual, but like long form change. 
Well, I think I said this before. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I, I've done a lot of listening to uh, everyone in our staff. I mean, we've had multiple team meetings. We've had multiple – everybody's had individual meetings with me. I've talked to all the parents on our football team, all of our recruits, all of our recruits' parents, all of our staff. And I, I, I've taken pages and pages and pages and pages of notes about not just what everybody's feeling – but how we feel that change is going to happen. And it's going to have to be consistent across the board. And that means whether it's in schools or churches or businesses, sports, entertainment, politics, uh, the, 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 the criminal justice system, the, the conversations have to be had and the action has to be taken forward. Because as I said at the beginning, I feel everybody in our city wants to see change. Everybody wants to see change, right? And, and the social injustice in our, in our world, everybody wants to see change. But it's, again, knowing that we all want that and doing it are two different things. It's got to be done with the action. It's got to be done consistently, as consistently, not just when the act is, act is being performed and the week or two after, but the education as you continue to go forward through, right, the year and next year and the year after. It's got to be part of our culture. It's got to be part of our environment that we're creating for our employees, for our student-athletes. It's got to be part of that. And that's what we're going to do inside our environment. It's going to constantly be talked about, constantly be addressed, constantly be educated with of from all walks of life. And we are going to be able to do it. And we're, we're one of those programs that we feel is one of maybe the most, one of the most empathetic, empathetic programs in America uh, and sympathetic programs in America that take societal issues and put them forth in front of our players and give them the opportunity to have a voice, not only a voice, an opinion, not only that, be able to create change and feel comfortable doing that, where we've got to even do it better, and we'll continue to do it better and change our best in that area. Is um, When you have these chats with players or recruits' parents, what um, what are some emotions or what are some feelings they are sharing, PJ? You know, I'm not going to get too specific because those are real personal conversations. Um, so when you're listening to a mother on the phone and you've taken the oath of protecting her son, for really his time here and providing the education and the environment that she feels comfortable trusting you with his life. And you hear that mother crying on the phone to you, pouring her heart out to you, talking about her triggers she's had over the 60 years of her life, these things she's come across in her life, and she's putting those on your heart that's that's real that's authentic it's very difficult to hear those things because as a white caucasian male you take that upon yourself as a responsibility to protect your son the best you possibly can and something like this happens and you feel like you even though you know it's not your own personal fault it's society's fault and all of our faults at somehow some way it, it just hurts your soul, and it, it tears your heart apart. And it makes, when those words and those emotions spill over to your heart, you're not a human being if it doesn't affect you and if it doesn't want you to create change. And that's what I've heard from our players' parents, and I'm talking about all races who have said that, who have poured their heart out to me. And this program is going to be a leader of change. Somehow, some way, we will be. And 
that's 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 how we feel about that. And and by making the, uh, as a leader and and uh, really as a leader or no matter who you are, but by making that public and and taking these needed first steps, obviously very key. I mean, kind of like rebuilding a broken football team, you can't you can't fix everything at once. But after taking these steps, you, you have to sustain, and and sustaining is so key, right? Right, and and you know, for us to sit there and say that you know we can take this pill and change it tomorrow, I, I, that that that's not accurate. This is going to be a, a generational change, and what I mean by that is we're going to do everything we can to change it. Obviously, right now, but this is talking about our players who you know they're call them you know millennials, call them Generation Z, call them call them what you want. They can, they can raise their children from a blank slate and teach them love, hope, everyone's created equal, the social, social justice can be, can be equal across the board, they can teach that. And when you hear stories of people talking about how they have to educate their son growing up about how to be in a certain neighborhood or a certain area, that's what we're talking about. We shouldn't have to teach that as a society. And we're immediately taking that blank slate that blank board and filling it with thoughts and ideas of how people should think and and that's that's a generational change we're, we're fighting 300 to 400 years of history here right and here we are in 2020 still dealing with these issues so i don't think everyone has the right answer especially just for right now but listening be able to take small steps moving forward loving creating hope creating conversation, not only conversation, creating small acts of kindness. Everyone can do it. I can't tell you the other day, I, I don't go to the grocery store very often, but I went to the grocery store, I said hi to everybody. Usually you're sitting there going, I'm not I'm sure if they'll recognize me. I'm not sure what game they're going to want to talk about. Mm. They're probably going to talk about Iowa, Wisconsin. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And and I better put wear, wear my mask for COVID-19. It was more about just stopping people and talking to them. And th- these small acts of kindness people can start with, Everyone can have that part of change. You don't have to run a football program to change, right? And, and I think that's where everybody has to take those first steps. But I'm talking a generational change to actually end it is going to take some time and a lot of time, maybe not even in my lifetime. I don't know, but it's, it's being able to, to make sure that's heard and that's talked about amongst the people who are going to lead the generations to come in our, in our country. Last one, PJ. The, uh, no, no matter if, if black, white, whatever, the, the, the privileged helping the underprivileged maybe get on their feet. So for the purpose of, of the riotous and protesting times and stuff, back to the, the death of George Floyd, those with means empowering those who are maybe on the struggle. That I, I think that's a key part, too, do you? Well, I just think that we all, and all means all, it doesn't exclude anyone. All of us can change. All of us can be better. All of us can make and create hope. And from that, there can be action and there can be change. We all have a responsibility, I think, to mankind. And we all have that. And as you're watching how people were able to come together of the COVID-19 in a time of separation, banging on pots and pans for all nurses of all generations and things like that. We all have the ability and we all can think that way. And it's, it's a choice, but just like when you take over a football program, as you said before, 
hardest part is changing people's thoughts, beliefs, ideas, and actions of how they think about something. And as I said, after the Wisconsin game last year, we're not going back. And we can draw a line in the sand and say we're not going back. But it's going to take all of us. And, again, I've said before, I don't have all the answers. But I know that I have a voice like everyone else has a voice. And it's going to take all of us. Thank you very much for your mind. Thank you very much for your heart. That was very cathartic. And uh, have a wonderful day, okay? You too. Roll the boat, Sky Ma. Go Gophers.